Hi, everyone. Happy Friday, or as always, whenever it is you are listening to this episode. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Unplugged with D. This week, I I just really want to like maybe tell a little bit more of my story. You know, Cass and I earlier in the week talked a lot about like divorce and how we move on from that. And I just, it's just really on my heart to share kind of a little bit about that story for me and what it looked like. So I got married at the age of 20 to my high school sweetheart. It was two days after my 20th birthday and I got married and that was a crazy decision. And my whole family was like, ah, skirt, but they let me go ahead with it. My dad and my mom and my stepdad, like they paid for the most beautiful wedding. And I moved to England with my, at the time, my husband, and we traveled all over Europe and all over the place in general. We went everywhere. And then I ended, we ended up separating, uh, when I was about 25. Yeah. 25. Um, and, and I met my son's dad not long after, uh, we filed for divorce. And then obviously I I've said this before, but my son's dad and I fell madly in love and got pregnant very quickly, actually had our son on our one year anniversary. So that was wild. (laughs) Absolutely wild. You know, and that relationship didn't work out as well. And I just, I remember the shame associated and like, I grew up in a divorced family. My parents have been, been divorced since I was two. My mom got remarried when I was six and she's been married ever since. My dad was remarried twice um, and dated many people after my mom. And I mean, he he passed in January and was married to my stepmom and they were madly in love for the last decade. Uh, but, you know, I grew up in a divorced family. And so I think when I, I think I just, I, I've never had the view of marriage that most people have, which is like marriage is forever. I think like just based on my experience, I always grew up thinking like marriage is forever or until it doesn't work. And so I, and I never really thought about that like in the moment, but I just remember there was a lot of shame associated with getting divorced and there was a lot of shame around, you know, having a child so soon after meeting my son's dad. And there was a lot of shame around not being married Um, And I wasn't even, I did not grow up in a religious family. So there wasn't religious ties to like, you know, having a baby out of wedlock or anything like that. It was just, there's just a lot of shame and, you know, a lot of questions. And then when his, my son's dad and I didn't work out, there was just a lot of shame there. And by this point, I'm a senior instructor at SoulCycle and my life is pretty on display. And so there was a lot of, um, a lot of hate, you know, a lot of, oh, well, you know, she must have done this and, you know, how dare she ruin her family, like all the things, everything you can imagine I experienced. And I think, I know, I know there's a lot of you out there who are in relationships that are not for you. You are in toxic relationships or you are in relationships that you just feel in your gut are not going to work out. And there is fear associated with leaving those relationships because maybe you've gotten comfortable. Maybe it's a security thing financially, emotionally, physically, whatever it is. Maybe it's um, you have kids together. Maybe it's that you just don't want to be wrong. 
Um, maybe it's that they are needing you and you feel guilty leaving them because that was me very much so with my ex-husband. Um, you know, he had a lot of health and mental health issues that I just felt very guilty leaving. And it took me a long time to leave, even though I knew pretty early on that it wasn't going to work out. And I remember thinking to myself like, oh, well, you know, eventually we'll, we'll not be together. Like eventually that will happen. Um, and I wish I could go back and just recognize those signs as like the, these things need to happen now. And so I think what I want you to hear if you're out there and you are in a relationship that you know is not going to work out for whatever reason, I want you to feel empowered to do what you need to do. You know, it's when we're in a toxic relationship, whether that be an emotional or a physically toxic relationship, it reads, it reads in our body, it reads in our mindset, it reads in the health of our minds. It reads like it just, you can see it and you can smell it. And it's, it's just one of those things where I just, I, I know that feeling. I felt that feeling for a long time and I can look back now and go, timing is everything. And the timing of my life is perfect and I wouldn't change it for anything. And I wish I would have listened to those cues in my mind and in my gut when they happened, right? I wish I would have seen those red flags as actual red flags instead of just like, oh, this is just normal. Everybody feels this way. Because, because at the end of the day, like you know yourself better than you know anyone, at least you should. And it is not up to anybody else what you do with your life. And you are not obligated to stay in a relationship if it's not serving you. You're just not contrary to every popular belief out there. You're just not. And yeah, divorce is a sticky process. In fact, it's, it's harder to get divorced in the state of California than it is to get married, which doesn't surprise me and is also shocking at the same time. And my divorce took so long. I mean, to the, to the extent of like, we didn't even have any assets together and it took a lot longer because of the other party than it should have. I mean, to the extent, and I don't, not a lot of people know this, but, uh, like I technically was legally still married when my son was born. And obviously my son's dad is not the man I was married to. And so that caused a lot of trauma. And, you know, there were a lot of moments that I was just, I, I remember feeling very, uh, raw and exposed and wondering if I was doing a r the right thing. And there was a lot of guilt associated with just making a decision so drastic, but Y'all, at the end of the day, if you are not making decisions that feed your soul and you are not making those decisions that you know in your gut and in your intuition are correct for you, it's going to eat away at you. It really will. I look back to who I was when I was, when I knew that my marriage was over and I just kept fighting for it. And I just look back to the human that I was and it was a shell of, it was a shell of my old self. But I'm here to tell you that when you start to live in that authentic space and you start to leave toxic relationships that do not serve you, even if it's a friendship, just any toxic relationship that does not serve you, when you really start to lean into that and you really, really start to, to feed your soul in a way that feels authentic, man, the, like the, the skies open up, right? Like the heavens open up essentially. And I think about Cass's interview from earlier in the week and the person she has become 
after a divorce. It's unreal. And so I, I want you, if you're listening out there and you're in the, that position, that space of like, I want to leave, but I don't know how, you've got to just go. You've got, if you know that it's not going to work, you've got to just go. Because if you don't, it's only going to hurt you in the end. And you're not, you're not obligated to stay. You know, you're not obligated to keep, you know, you're, you're allowed to evolve. You're allowed to change your mind. And at the end of the day, like I got married when I was 20. And the fact is when we were together, it was great. And when it was good, it was good. And I have so much like, I think the word is reverence, reverence. I have reverence. I think that's the word. I have reverence for that relationship. And I'm so grateful for that relationship. And it was the relationship I needed when I had it. And I have nothing but just respect and gratitude that that relationship happened. There's no resentment. There's no ill feelings. I wish that person the absolute best. And I hope that they are happy. And obviously, I've said this before, my son's dad and I are very close. And we have we have a very good relationship and, you know, I will, I, you know, he, he gave me my son. And so there will always be like a very, very, very deep love there. Even if that love is not in a relationship or in a romantic sense. Right. So know that if you are in the darkness of leaving a toxic relationship, it does get better. It does get better. And if you keep just making choices that are aligned with you and what you need, and your joy, I promise you, you're going to come out on the other side so much stronger, so much more resilient, so much more capable and lean on people at the, you know, when you're going through it, like the, the friends that I had to get me through. And it's interesting because some of the friends I had when I was in the thick of my divorce, I don't really have anymore. And that's okay because those friends were there at that season. And I needed those friends in that season. And maybe, and then when I, when I grew past that season, maybe I, you know, the, the need for that type of friendship wasn't so strong, but that's okay too, because every chapter has a place in your life, right? And you are the writer, you are the author of that chapter and that book. So I hope that, I hope that this gives you permission and it gives you a little bit of peace knowing that it may feel impossible and it may feel hopeless, but it's not, it's not. And there's so much beauty on the other side for you. I hope you have a great day. And as always, we will see you on Tuesday for another interview. Have a great weekend. <laughs>